It's Thursday, July 20, 2017. Climate change is real. It is a threat to organized human existence. California legislature extends landmark cap-and-trade program, but... I think the lungs of people in California are actually more important than the market. Environmental justice groups say it's not enough. Trump administration reopens the U.S. Arctic for offshore drilling. Plus, do you remember how hot June was? It was so hot that planes were grounded. They couldn't fly. June was the third hottest on record globally, and 2017 is already breaking records. All of those broken records and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snark. Comment. It is a threat to organized human existence. Maybe not in my life. I'll be dead. But a lot of you people are going to be alive. Don't threaten me, Jerry Brown. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desiree, you've got an update on the small and disorganized (laughs) tropical storm Dawn. Yes. As we reported in our last episode, the completely coincidentally named tropical storm Dawn is now weakening in the Caribbean as forecast. But now, also completely coincidentally, the next storm that forms in the Pacific will be called Tropical Storm Hillary. (laughs) Man. I kid you not. Um, Don't get excited about it. I think it will never pan out. Just saying. Ouch. Meanwhile, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration announced this week that June 2017 was the third hottest June ever recorded for the planet. Plus, so far, the first half of 2017 is already the second hottest globally, second only to 2016. Now, scientists say that is remarkable in the absence of an El Nino to boost global temperatures. 2017 so far is beating all previous record years except for the super El Nino year of 2016. So were it not for the El Nino last year, which always makes it a little bit warmer, this would definitely be the hottest year on record, at least to date. Yeah, probably. Hey, fantastic news. In California, after a bruising battle and some horse trading with the oil industry, the California state legislature this week passed major bipartisan legislation to extend the state's landmark cap-and-trade system through 2030. It caps carbon emissions from polluting industries that cause global warming and allows them to trade permits to pollute. During the intense negotiations, California's Governor Jerry Brown laid out the stakes in stark and blunt terms. You're going to see mass migrations, vector diseases, forest fires, uh, Southern California burning up. That's real, guys. This isn't for me. I'm going to be dead. It's for you. It's for you, and it's damn real. Well, he is 79 years old. Yes, he is. But major environmental justice groups say that Governor Brown gave away too many concessions to the state's powerful oil industry and that the bills won't do enough to meet California's ambitious targets or cut pollution. That's according to R.L. Miller, elected chair of the state Democratic Party's Environmental Caucus and founder of the grassroots group Climate Hawks Vote in an interview with the broadcast. The problem with it is that the people who live next to the refineries Mm -hmm. in California have correctly pointed out that this is not doing a darn thing to make their lives any better. And the simple fact that the bill will not enable us to meet our 2030 goals. 
Nonetheless, whether it is enough, whether it is good enough, it is good to see states taking action on their own. And it should be noted, this was a bipartisan effort that passed the California state legislature with two thirds of the vote in both houses. Yes. And of course, the devil is always in the details. But these are the kinds of policy debates that we need to be having so that voters can make informed choices about the challenges we have ahead. Now, let's go back to fighting about whether climate change even exists or not. The Trump administration is, of course, moving in the opposite direction. The Interior Department is reopening U.S. Arctic waters for offshore drilling, granting new permits to an Italian oil company to drill in Alaska's Beaufort Sea, learning nothing, apparently, from Shell Oil's tragic comedy of errors in its failed attempt to drill in the harsh extremes of the Arctic just a few years ago. Well, maybe this will be even funnier. Why is that? Well, Italian accents, even Uh, funnier when they run aground. (laughs) Finally, the CEO of one of the country's largest railroads, Hunter Harrison of CSX, told analysts this week that his company won't be buying any new rail cars for transporting fossil fuels. That's because he says, quote, fossil fuels are dead. He says they're not going to go away overnight, but he sees no future for it in the long term. Wow. Fossil fuels are dead? Yep. Glad to hear it. And not a moment too soon. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Well, it's all